Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. And hey, welcome back into Bet MGM Tonight here on BetQL, live from BetQL here on Odyssey. We're live in Buffalo. Shout out to Buffalo. Bill's going to bounce back this week. Football team might bounce back tomorrow night. We're going to preview that coming up here shortly. A uh, wonderful start for my Mets two nights in a row. Already down 2 nothing in the Yikes. top of the first. Uh, Tyler O'Neill with a two RBI double. This is why we Scoring don't bet on Tommy baseball. Tommy Edmund and Paul Goldschmidt. It is football season. It's already 2 uh, nothing Cardinals, and they are now minus 225 favorites. The Mets moved to plus 170 dogs. That game just beginning. Uh, Yanks and Orioles scoreless right now. Cubs, Philly scoreless, and the Reds already go up 2 nothing on the Pirates. They're minus 250 favorites live over at M- BetMGM, and the total is 10.5, minus 115 to the under. Also from that game earlier, Red Sox and Mariners tied up at 3 in the bottom of the ninth right now. Let's talk a little NFL since it is football season, and since I'm already losing my only uh, bet that I got going on right now. Oh, actually, you know what? I almost forgot, guys. You got some WNBA, <laughs> and I have, I have a... Uh, I have, a, I have another play tonight that doesn't involve baseball as well. You're, Not in the WNBA, though. Oh, what, what, what kind of tease is that? No, yeah. it's coming right now. Okay. Uh, Liberty play? up 20 to 14 on your Connecticut Sun. The Sun still six and a half point favorites, minus 115. I'm going to play a little Major League Soccer tonight. Oh, oh yeah. You're going to play the Fissures to win tonight? So we got a couple games. Oh, we got one goals. going down right now. The United of Atlanta taking on FC Cincinnati. And the Atlanta United are up 1-0. Oh, my gosh. We got the D.C. United, the oh. local squad trying to do the – uh-oh, we actually got the Civil War tonight. We got D.C. United against Chicago Fire. Oh, yeah, man. My squad going my against My squad's going to beat your squad. Woohoo! D.C. United. Where do they play again? That's not where, uh, where I'm going, Field. though. Audi, Audi Field is actually beautiful, by Audi the way. Audi Field is a fun place to watch I game. remember I was uh, I was working. I was covering something that summer they opened up or whatever it was. Something that summer. Um, yeah, I can't remember. And um, uh, a beam at Audi Field fell on the head of one of the reporters. What? No cap. While you were there? Not lying, yeah. Oh, no. What happened? Yeah, how did it end up working out for um, the reporter? I'm, I'm pretty sure she, she was fine. She ended up being fine. But I think she got some sort of reparations. <laughs> hmm. How do you know that? Did uh, she say anything? Did I, she? Yeah, uh, yeah. Everybody saw her get cr- like hit with this beam. Like it was, it was not like something that just happened behind closed doors. It was very public. Is she okay? She, she's fine. Yeah, she's fine. And she has more money in her pockets. Just a little slight migraine here or there. Can't stare directly to the light. Hmm. You know, just stuff that you shouldn't do anyway. Getting hmm. head, hit in the head with a beam or not. Hmm. So yeah, I'm gonna try to make, field. this is how I this is how much I love soccer. I'm gonna try to make the uh awkward adjustment over to the big Orlando City <laughs> CF Montreal matchup tonight. Yeah. We're gonna be watching it. Oh actually I don't know that we can. I don't think they're on TV. But but <laughs> I'm taking a, I'm taking Montreal to cover half of a goal. Tell, you me go. home Tell me why. Against Tell me Orlando on City. Come on, Tell who's me on playing this. on that team that's uh, making are you watching this on a Game Boy tonight? Like I, how are you gonna watch this? I, I got a buddy that bets a lot of major league soccer that was listening to the show. We had Jeremy Pond on last night. Check out the podcast, Bet MGM tonight. Leave us a five star review, subscribe. Also, while you're there, uh, check out my uh, MLB podcast with Cody Decker. Nice. The MGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. Also, while you're there, why don't you download the BetQL app? It's tremendous. But um, my buddy, he was like, hey, I actually have uh, been on fire in MLS. And he sent me over his. This is uh, Jeremy Pond? He's no. giving you his five-star oh. play. Is that what you're saying? He was like, I like uh, Montreal to keep it close tonight. Is this legal? Did he give you, is and he I like said, a part of the 
Does he have some inside intel? Does he, he also just... play on the team? Because all of these MLS players have 16 jobs. I don't know. He sent me like his last 12 bet slips, and I think he was like 11 and one. Well, wow. 10, no, he was 10, one, and then. Oh, uh, he's a player. Yeah. yeah, he plays. He's been throwing these games. So. That's my pick. I don't want to be associated with you and your MLS intel. You got five minutes till it starts. I'm going to stay away. I feel like I'm going down for this. The feds are on to us. All right. So if you don't want to bet any football, what about some football? Your team is in action tomorrow night. There's three and a half point favorites at home now. Three and a half. If it was four, I'd probably take the Giants like I said last night. I want that to come to three. I mean, I kind of want to take the football team. I want you to go first here, though. That's your team. All right. Listen up, ladies and gentlemen. I know a lot of you guys out there are like, oh my gosh, Quentin, you're so high on the Washington football team. They stunk against the Chargers. Hey, you're right. Okay, I don't have anything to rebut that statement, that sentiment that you may be feeling. Okay, I feel bad for Terry McLaurin, one of the best receivers in the NFL. McLaurin for Randall Cobb. Who says no? Uh, me. Everyone. Everybody. And th- th- that's Cobb's a good th- locker room <laughs> guy. Though. Yeah, and Terry's a great, he's a captain of the team. One of the captains. <laughs> he's a great locker room guy. Um. You know, Terry McLaurin's played in just 32 games, seven different quarterbacks in 32 games. That's actually ridiculous. But from what I saw uh, when I went back and watched this, the film of this game, number one, the defense is not as good as I thought it would be. I mean, the DBs looked some way in some sort just out of out of it. They, they were just letting guys wide open. They gave Justin Herbert all types of time. I mean, we know that defensive line is the calling card of that defense. That D-line has is why the secondary was so good last year. It's because you get a lot of pressure on the quarterback. If you're not getting pressure on the quarterback, these guys are going to have all day to throw. Third and 16. Pick you apart. Third and 17. Third and 21. Justin Herbert just converting over and over again. Then we see that Ryan Fitzpatrick. Six snaps. He goes down with the hip. Now, I will say this. I don't know if Taylor Heineke is uh, going to allow that job to go back to Ryan Fitzpatrick. Heineke's been waiting for a very long time to play this, to be the starting quarterback. And, of course, he's young at ODU. Guys didn't know if he was just a flash in the pan or not. He came in, he looked really good. He looked really good, looked really comfortable. And uh, I, I like what I saw from him. Uh, what did Heineke went? 11 more for 15. More comfortable than us at this desk? Yes, very, way more comfortable than us up here. 11 for 15, 120 yards. Uh, he's averaging about eight yards per attempt in a touchdown. Yep. I love what I saw from Heineke. I think he's going to have a field day against this Giants defense. Um, I guess I can tease a little bit, but I'm taking the Washington football team. I would love for that number to get down to a three. The half does scare me just because I don't quite know um, what to expect offensively and well, more so defensively from the Washington football team because I, I think they should get better. But I also look at the Giants offensive line. That's the worst offensive line I've seen in football. Like, I've seen a lot of football. I mean, I've watched Little League highlights, like ankle biters that have better offensive lines than the, than the New York Giants. But that being the case, if there is a game for the Washington football team and that defense to rebound, it is Thursday. Quick turnaround. You're playing against a division opponent. You have to win. And your defense line has to step up against a terrible offensive line. I think they get it done. I would love a three. I'll take a three and a half, but I would love a three. Washington's going to get this done tomorrow, and we're going to watch it. So you brought up the defense, and that's what surprised me the most because, honestly, they should have won that game. Like, yeah. that fumble kills them, obviously. Um, but they were outgained 424 to 259 in total offense. They give up 27 first downs, and they lost time of possession. 36 minutes to, uh, what, 23 minutes they had the ball, Yeah, I believe. I just, that's what surprised me. I but thought they, they were going to look, I thought they were going to get more pressure on Justin. That was the thing. For sure. Like, you know what I mean? If you give Justin Herbert all day in the pocket, he's going to oh, pick you apart. Absolutely. And he had way too much time. I just thought that they were going to have more of a pass rush. But, it, and it's hard to kind of like, like I said, like they should have won that game. They honestly should have won that game. It was turnovers that killed them. And also like, you kind of got to give them some credit for staying in it because they weren't expecting Tyler Heineke to have to come into that game, especially that early. You know what I mean? Like yeah. 
This always happens with Fats Fitzpatrick. He either loses his job after a four-interception performance or he ends up getting injured. And this time it really sucks because this was like the one time that you thought maybe he had a shot at getting into the postseason, not losing his job. Now, the good thing is they're saying that injury is, what, six to eight weeks? But still, like you said, I don't know if he's getting that job back unless everything goes to hell. You know what I mean? But and they also, like the Washington football team, that locker room does believe in Taylor Heineke. Like if we, I listened to an Do interview they? with, I, absolutely. Like I, that I've How never. How much? So much. Like Why that's a, then a primary wasn't he source. the week one starter? Because coaches, he, some, yeah. that wasn't a decision that the, the players made. That was a coaching decision. That was, Taylor Heineke is still extremely young. We don't know what we quite have in him, and he was just new to the scene. That's They love Taylor Heineke. All the players rant and rant. I, I listened to an interview today about from Logan Thomas, um, who had a pretty good Sunday for my fantasy team as well, called that touchdown from Heineke when he came in. And he said, we have never looked at Taylor Heineke as a backup quarterback. He was saying that. During the offseason, it was they they look at him as co quarterbacks. It's just another quarterback coming in and getting some reps. They they love him and he's a fiery dude. He's a really good dude. And I think he's uh, he's mobile, he's electric, um, he's entertaining. I mean, Logan Thomas even compared him to Ryan Horvath's one of his favorite players of all time. Brett Favre. He's got yeah. a little Brett Favre in him. Got a little Brett Cute. Favre in him. Dude, and I think that Logan Thomas is gonna have a big week. And he, he only had three grabs in that game, but he did have the touchdown, like you said, but 30 yards. I think that that's gonna I, I think I'm gonna be looking at some of his props this sure. weekend because I think Heineke's gonna look at him as kind of uh, you know, the safety. Security belt. blanket, and they're exactly. great friends. They're best friends. Um and then I feel, a, I feel a troll coming from from uh Yeah, I mean like I'm just Giants waiting for game? I'm just waiting for it. You yeah, wanna, I'm just waiting to get I can, in. I can already tell. I'm just trying to wait in. I, you know, I, I come you know back I've and been, she's gonna troll. It's, it's cool. Let's you go. know I've been to FedEx Field just once, right? Yeah, good. It sucks. Just one time. Yeah. Not I a great got, stadium. I got neurovirus there. Do you know what neurovirus is? Does it have to do with it's the a, condition of a, the terrible it's turf? A, it's a poop virus. It's like it's like you touch it, and it's like the the particles in FedEx Field gave me such a stomach virus what is that it was. And then I saw no, and this is on Christmas Day. And then I saw on Sunday things have not changed. The sewer lines at at FedEx Field just leaking out sewer. Probably why people are getting sick at FedEx Field. And that told me everything that I need to know about the Washington football team. You, it is, you don't like. <laughs> is this coming full circle? Yes, it's coming okay. full circle. Is this a true story? Yes. This is, did you not see the, the tweet of all of the sewer lines breaking? No, in, no, that part I know. FedEx I was Field? talking more about the virus thing. Yeah, absolutely. Ugh. I went to FedEx Field on Christmas. And caught the poop virus. On Christmas Eve, and I caught the neurovirus. And then I was like, oh, yeah, things still haven't changed. This organization, no matter who they've hired, no matter who's coming in, no matter how good the pass rush is, has not changed. Fitz magic turns to Fitz tragic before week one even ends, right? Usually he's good for like good six, seven weeks of magic, right? Only in Washington. And even though they're up against the Giants, who have, like you said, the worst O-line probably in the league. Bro, the Giants suck. They suck. Yeah, they got off to a nice start. Daniel Jones, 12 of 18, 154 yards, and then stunk in the second half when he had to win a game. 10 of 20, It's actually a blowout because they scored two touchdowns in, Dimes, in, in garbage time. No touchdowns, led, yeah. Led the league in fumbles last year and still – Small hands. And still all I Eli like. Manning hands. I have no I, – I have no – I do not want to take either side. I want the under, and I want the props. Oh, if, so you know what this sounds like? Yes. It sounds like an assessment from – let me get it. Oh, a Dallas Cowboys fan. Gotcha. <laughs> okay, like this is what you're just a Dallas Cowboys fan. Well, did you know you, that? You started the you started this assessment by telling me about how bad you can't convince me. I think I hate the field more than you do. 
Like the sewer, yeah, it's, it's the same sewer line that was busted when RG3 was moonwalking past the entire Vikings defense in that se- in that year when he was rookie of the year. It's, it's always going to be terrible. They don't take care of their facilities. I don't think that means that the team is garbage. I think Listen. This, I, honestly, we're talking about the Giants who, I mean, you can hate the, the Washington football team all you want. It's a pick em. And all that. It's Oh, it is. It's abs- a pick em for me. It's literally not it's a pick It's a pick em. em for me. If you weren't at home, you, you it would be a pick em. No, that's I what think, it would be. Shoot, if they were actually on a field that wasn't trash, they might be favored on the road. If against you were not at home, it would be a pick 'em. That's how it works. That's what the number says. If you were not at home, you would be a pick 'em. What would that, they be on a neutral on a on a uh, neutral field? They'd, it would be a pick 'em. That's what I'm saying. So we had Castos on last night, Quentin, and he said that there's no way um, that he could bet on a that, that he's going to lay the three or a three and a half or a four with with Heineke. And I gotta say the same thing about Daniel Jones, though. And I was actually a Daniel Jones believer. Everybody just in week one, like I said, about he, how trash he is. He, dude, week one, the first half, right? They had the lead. Uh, the Giants did pretty much the entire first half, up until what, like a minute to go in the first half. And he didn't turn the ball over. Mistake free, like I said, twelve of eighteen, over a hundred yards. Not crazy numbers, but he was taking care of the ball. Then all of a sudden, in the second half. Tight incompletions and he stunk and he couldn't make a play and so I think I'm out on Daniel Jones. Not that that's like a hot take. I don't think anybody's in on Daniel Jones. I don't know Jones. if anyone's in. No, I don't think so either. Um, I like the props. I like the Gibson. Like? I like Antonio Gibson over receiving uh, so over seventeen and a half receiving yards. I like uh, Antonio Gibson over two and a half receptions. I also think Sterling Shepard is going to cook over four and a half receptions and also over five. Uh, Who 50- is Sterling Shepard going to cook though? What do you mean? He had seven grabs, 113 yards, and a score week one. Yeah. You, actually, but, you saw William Jackson, right? Like, there were that many positives on that that defense for uh, the Washington football team. The one just, positive that was there. I can't rip the corners until I see them get some get some, get some some uh, pressure on the quarterback. Just like pressure. my team. I mean, that, but that's what I'm saying. They should they should be able to get some pressure against Daniel Jones in that offensive line. Like, it, it absolutely has they to absolutely, happen. Chase Young should eat for sure. Absolutely. If they lose this game and they've lost to the Giants, what, their last five? I didn't realize I like went back and looked at the whole series like five hit, straight. Yeah, I mean, they have owned the football team. I feel like if they lose this game, it's early and I'm not you trying to overreact. Like just like if Green Bay doesn't beat Detroit by what did I say last night? Twenty one points. Twenty one points. Season over. So that, that's that's how high my expectations are. If Washington can't beat Daniel Jones, this this game week two, even with Heineke, I think they're in big, big trouble. And that, Although it, I say that, and everybody else could be like. It should be a testament to, like, all I've heard was how bad the Washington football team is, but everybody also is talking about how they wouldn't even they wouldn't even smell the color blue after seeing the Giants play football. So I think it's a little more hate involved in this in this assessment than it is the fact that the Washington football team is like, oh, Taylor, I'm not laying three points, but the Giants. Oh, my, if they don't beat the Giants, they might as well fire everybody and move this team to Seattle. Do you believe in Heineke? Because if you do, there's a prop. Only available at BetMGM. Heineke to throw for 250 yards and two scores plus 230. Wow. I'll take the over on his, um, his regular passing prop, which is just 242 and a half. Juice, well, minus 115. I'll so, take the over on that and also the play that you have to. You ha- th- if there's one play that I give you, it's this one. Taylor Heineke over rushing yards. Like you can, all these alternate st- quarterback star props that we have on BetMGM, there's one prop right here. For him to record 25 or more rushing yards is plus 140. When I tell you Heineke 
is going to like literally all he does is ex extend plays. He runs. I'm not even talking about design runs, but we heard from Coach Ron Rivera that offensive court. Like all they're going to try to do is play their strengths, get him out the pocket, move him around, and he's going to take off. I like that. Take I, the over 25 yards. You I'm, won't regret it. I'm going to go with Gibson over 15 and a half rushing attempts. It was 14 and a half last Love week, that as well. and it like cashed that. in the third quarter. It's juice minus 125. I'll give that out right now because get it before it goes to 18. We'll be back. We got more games to preview, one including the Urban Meyer-led Jags. Not for long. Is he a leader? USC. I don't think he's a leader. Is he elite?